I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be giving away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. It is Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. And Taz, week two begins tonight. Buccaneers and Panthers. Um, the excitement level is just extreme. Oh, man. I mean, I'll tell you, I'm fired up. I mean, maybe not much for this these two teams, but it's the NFL. It's a game that matters. It's week two. We're still, you know, dialed in. I'm. We'll be. Well, we'll be dialed in all year. It's not just you know. But I'm saying most people, they, everyone's team except the Dolphins still have a chance. So well, that was a nice Dolphins. Well, you're right about that, but you're not wrong. You're absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. No, you're not. But uh, here's the here's the one thing is, and you know, we've discussed it here. I. I I know everyone wants more and more football, more and more dates. I don't. I don't particularly like the Thursday night product. Yeah, we've run through. I don't think it leads to. Oh, I think you'll get the occasional great game, but I think overall, uh, I don't think it leads to great games because I think guys are are asked to then put their bodies on the line and play it, play football, which is very taxing. Where guys maybe aren't even fully recovered from playing the week before yet. Yeah, right. Uh, so I, I I don't think that leads to great football. I think it's an intriguing matchup tonight because I, you know, I think Bruce Arians brings a fair amount of intrigue. Uh, they had a disastrous opening week. Jameis Winston had a disastrous opening week. Um, you know, uh, can he bounce back against the Carolina defense that we saw gave up some certainly, I mean, big plays and yards to Los Angeles Rams, but a Carolina team that if they played a cleaner, crisper game week one, they easily could have beaten the Los Angeles Rams at home. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree. We would have just said. And McCaffrey yeah. had an unbelievable game offensively. He sure did, and he looks great, man. Uh, that, that excellent running back um, out of Stanford. But here's the thing, right? So both these teams, as you know, looking for their first win. I mean, they're both 0-1. The season's super early. And it's interesting. They're in Carolina. Okay. Um, I, I, I think it's also something that you got to look at, too, for, with the Tampa Bay side, with the Buccaneers side. You know, what are Bruce Arians being there now? Coming back out of the, into the game, was he like 65, 66 years old, something in that vein? 
you know, and it's health a, issues. Right, exactly. And now you got Winston as your quarterback, you know, and and I would assume he's all in, Bruce Arians, on Winston. Otherwise, maybe he wouldn't have taken the job or no something doubt. like that because the quarterback's so important, you know. Absolutely. Uh, so I think it's time to see. I, I think this season will be really uh, be a good, especially the next few weeks, for Jameis Winston and Arians. It's, let's see if, you know, what he thinks. Not that he's going to run to Blaine Gabbert right now as the, you know, who's sitting right behind Winston or, or Ryan Griffin. But still, I'm just saying, like, if he really – I think if you put yourself in Bruce Arians' position, you're like – you know, did I do the right thing? Like you're about to find out soon here. You know what I mean? Like this, I, this, I agree you with know. you. And 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 Taz, um, you know, I, I don't disagree. I thought he was brought there. He was comfortable with Winston. He believes that Winston can be the player that he was at Florida State. He's been a mistake-prone quarterback. We saw that last week against the San Francisco Forty ers <clears throat> Let's hear from Winston himself talking about uh, taking on Carolina's defense tonight. We just got to get open. Uh, I, I would say that we know they have a, a good front. I believe we have a good offensive line. So uh, it's going to be a great NFL football game. Uh, we got to get the ball out quickly, too, and, uh, and execute. That's all we can do. How about Bruce Arians uh, playing the point I mentioned earlier about playing uh, a short week on a Thursday night? Take a listen. It's hard to defend them on a short week, but uh, I think our guys are getting it down pretty good right now. And uh, defensively, it's, it's just the opposite. It's we kind of know what their defense does, but their offense is, is a very hard one to get work on without yeah. without going full speed. Yeah, and and you get that and you understand sense. it yeah. in terms of uh, you know making sure you, you you get everybody on the same page. Ron Rivera, the Carolina head coach, similar theme to what you heard from Bruce Arians. Well, I think keys is first of all is, is we got to protect the football and take the football away. I mean, those are probably that's probably the most evident thing from last week. Uh, and, and so that's something we did talk about, something that we want to make sure players are aware that, you know, we've got to protect the football better and we've got to be able to take it away when the ball's on the ground. We've got to, we got to get to it. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, Taz, it's it's one thing that Carolina needs to improve on, taking care of the football after their opening week loss against the Rams. You know, hopefully we get an entertaining game. You know, that's that's it. Uh, besides the fact that you have teams that are working their way into shape. Right. Uh, because a, a lack of pre... I'm talking about game shape. I'm not talking yeah, about yeah. guys that can't run, you know, no, a mile. No, I, I know. I know no, I, kn- I know what you mean, but I'm just for the list. I'm talking yeah. about game shape, football right, shape. Right. That, yeah, from lack of work in the course of the preseason, Taz. Um, yeah, so you have the combination of it usually takes teams a couple weeks to where you start to get the consistent rhythm and sure. quality play in the NFL. And now you factor in the short week. I hope we get an entertaining game tonight. That it's not one of well, these offensive doozies yeah. where you're sitting there trying to keep your eyes open watching in the second half. I, I think it's going to be. I I think you're going to get a lot of offense from the home team from from the Panthers. I really do think that you know because I, I watched a good chunk of that Rams Panthers game last week, and you know I, I respect the Rams defense. I think they're legitimate, and they, they showed it early in the game. But if if you look back at the game or think about the game. The Panthers each quarter they they went from scoring they had they scored no points in the first quarter to three points to ten points to fourteen points they crescendoed up they crescendoed up from in week one in each quarter in that particular game against a stout defense that L.A. has with the Rams I think that if you are the um, Panthers you want to try to continue that and you are home. The other day, you're home now. It's nice. These guys didn't have to go on the road. You know, you're right. It's a quick turnaround for them, um, for all these teams on these Thursday night games. I think McCaffrey, you know, he was a little shy of 100. Nice, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so, I, so I do think that they are going to score points. I believe. I mean, I like the Panthers a lot tonight in the game. 
I, I, you know, I, what's the line on the game? Do you know the line off the top of your head? Or? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I would right. say four, four and a half if I had a venture, I guess. Okay. I, I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to. Yeah. It's, it it's, might be it, five. It's, no, it's more. It's uh, Panthers are minus six and a half. Six and a half. Wow. There you go. Six that. and a half. Hello. <laughs> That's a lot, man. Yeah, yeah that, is a lot. A, that is a lot, uh, a lot. to give it Tampa Bay. And, and it, listen, we, we have concerns about Cam Newton staying healthy, right? And Cam Newton throwing the ball deep. We have no concerns about Christian McCaffrey, Taz. And, you know, Ron Rivera has shown himself to be a head, good head coach <laughs> down there in Carolina as they're looking to try and get back to the postseason this year. When you look at Tampa, put the Arians' health concerns aside. They've got the monumental questions. We talk about young quarterbacks in the National Football League, um, Taz. You know, the, the question surrounding Jameis Winston, because as you heard from Ron Rivera taking care of the football, that's one thing that Bill Parcells <clears throat> used to talk about. Rivera, you hear every head coach. Bill Belichick talks about it. Right. You know, and doesn't have to emphasize it because his quarterback does do it. Is you got to take care of the football. If you're an NFL quarterback, yes, you got to make all the throws back shoulder throws guys open. You got to also take care of the football and you can't put it into position where you're too risky, where it's getting intercepted. And I think Jameis Winston Taz, I think with this is sink or swim time for Winston this year, because I think if Winston struggles this year, once again, I think he's going to be viewed more as a backup quarterback than a starting quarterback, <clears throat> because there does come a point in time where either you find it or you don't in the national football league. And I think that time is now for Jameis Winston. I'm not saying it has to happen tonight. Right, right. But at some point in time, with Bruce Arians at the helm, he's got to figure it out and become the quarterback that a lot of people expect him to be coming out of Florida State. Because if he doesn't, Taz, I think not only Tampa, I think there'll be some other teams that are looking to turn the page on Jameis Winston. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm Me personally, of, of the guys play of Jameis Winston, I'm not a huge fan. I never really was. Um, I, I think he's Even a at of, Florida State? I, I, he was real good, but I just there was just something about him. I just, I as a player, you. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I just wasn't. Yeah, he was legit, I know. But I, I don't know. Just he's just something about him as a player. I just never bought into him. Um you know, with three interceptions last week, you know, for him. I mean, against San Francisco, which is not like, you know, it's not like you're playing the, the, you know, 85 Bears defense here, or Giants back when, you know, Parcells was the head coach with LT and Harry Carson and Jim yes. Burt, you know, and these guys and George Martin. You know, I mean, but three picks, you know. So, I mean, again, it's week one. We knew, we know that. I mean, and, and, but they were home. You know, so you can't. No, it was terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was, honestly, yeah. it was terrible. There's no doubt about it, Taz. And we'll see if he improves tonight as uh, they take on the Carolina Panthers. Want to hear from you at 855-212-4227. Looking ahead to the big Thursday night matchup tonight as week two is already upon us, Taz. And some other interesting storylines around the National Football League. Number one is uh, out to Los Angeles and the Chargers, and this is not a Melvin Gordon update, but news came down. I felt be- you feel bad. A guy that was banged up all of last year, and that is their talented young tight end, Hunter Henry. Mm. Uh, fractured left knee, which sounds very, very painful. Yeah. Um, not a kneecap, a knee. Fractured left knee for Hunter Henry. He's out the next, expected to be out the next four to six weeks dealing with that. So... Uh, that's a loss for that Chargers offense. Yeah, it really is a big loss for sure. Um, he's a hell of a tight end, man. I like watch. I like the player this guy is. I really do, and it, it stinks for him. You know, this is this this is the grind of it. And it's almost like not to sound. You know, it's like you almost if you're a player and you get injured, it's almost I hate to say it like this. Better to get injured week one because then maybe 
Yeah, that's fair. You know, it kind of sounds you got eerie. some time on your yeah. side, right? To and get now, back in. This is the same injury that that ended JJ Watt's career. You know, and I think it was like twenty seventeen ish. This, this injury, not his, career. I'm his, sorry, his it's the season. season. I'm going to say my yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm not not career, but but his season in twenty seventeen. So you know, well Monday night, even though he was on the field, yeah, I know, right, dude? That was <laughs> unbelievable. Was nothing. nothing, yeah, nothing. nothing. But, I'm sorry, I digress. But the but, point about Henry, yeah, Hunter Henry, I love him. I love him. Yeah. I love him. It's in his fourth year. I mean, he's he's a hell of a player. And he's he's a big part of well, of that um, of that deal of the uh, the charges that they bring offense of the charges that they bring offensively, man. Yeah, it's just it's just this is the grind, you know. And, you know, guys like you and I, what we do for a living, we'll be out here all the time talking about different injuries of different guys all the time, uh, all season. It's just it's just the collision business, right? And it's just it sucks. And a guy like this uh, with an injury like this, hopefully he can come back late in the year. Maybe the maybe the charges make a run. And he could, um, yeah. Hopefully, middle part of the year he's back. Hopefully, week yeah. eight, week nine, week ten, something of that nature for Hunter Henry, he's able to get back. But you know, when when some guys start to rack up injuries early on in the career, Taz, it kind of just doesn't go away, and I your know. body starts to fail you. Unfortunately, hopefully, that is not the case with Hunter Henry. Maybe you could start to make the case for Quincy Anunua with the Jets, the talented wide receiver who's you know in a tight end body, but he's got the speed of a wide receiver. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know. He's down and and lost for the entire year for the Jets uh, due to yet another neck injury for Quincy Anunua, which you feel terrible about. He's a very good young man. He really is. Is you know he signed a big contract a couple of years ago with Mike McCagnan at the helm, uh, you know, and and really developed when he was healthy on the football field and being a kind of a. A key component at Jet receiving Cortez, but news came out yesterday that he's done for the year. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just you hate it. You hate it when these guys are young guys and they're trying to build their career, and it's just, it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Stinks for sure. And I, I think he's a hell of a player too. I mean, and, you know, I mean, he, he really is. I mean, so, you know, it's um, especially the neck. You know, I I had a severe neck injury in 1995 and put put me on a shelf for nine months, and I wasn't supposed to come back from it. I was able to. It was really hard. I can imagine. Really, it was the hardest thing I had to do physically to come back from that. So, uh, and I was in a controllable collision business. You know, where I could control, like, guy knew my, it was hurt when I came back. You know, avoid it. You know, Quincy, <laughs> he's not in that position. You know, he's got an injured neck, and he, he's, he's a New York Jet, and he's lined up against whatever, the Steelers. You know, he can't, he can't, the D lineman across from him can't, or, or the linebacker is not going to, you know, protect him, make sure he's not injured. I had a little break. <laughs> I'm in a different. I was in a different type of business. Coming back from a neck injury is not easy. But in today's day and age, the rehab for that, or a lot of times with the surgeries, they do the surgery in the front now instead of in the back. They go through the front if that's the case. Um, but it's just uh, you know, it, it just stinks, and you never know. It's tricky. The neck is tricky. So you never know what could happen with this. You never know. Stay with the Jets, Taz. They've got a new kicker, the former Penn Stater, uh, Sam Ficken. Oh, yeah. uh, the oh. great Sam Fickett is their new kicker. Great. Uh, filled in for Los Angeles uh, with the Rams when Greg Zerline went down to injury. Uh, they cut loose Corey Vit- uh, Vedvik, uh, who they picked up off waivers from the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings earlier in the preseason had traded for him from the Baltimore Ravens. Let's hear from Adam Gase, oh. uh, who's always you know uh, a wordsmith when he's at the microphone. Here's Adam Gase talking about what went wrong with Vedvik. When we left practice, the last day he kicked, I was feeling good. I was like, all right, he's, his stroke looked good, everything looked good. When I went out pregame, not so good. I did not feel so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, what he about- sounds like his, his, hold on, wait. his voice, Gase, it doesn't match his face. 
No, it doesn't. He sounds like like some college senior, like a guy, like guy hanging out at the bar, like on Main Street. You know, and like he just sounds like. Well, then how about the media laughing? I, like, <laughs> like I'm at Dangerfields or Carolines in Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> Play that kind of game. Play the game. This kind of game. I mean, like he cracks the line at yeah. the end. He cracks the line at it the end, out. and everyone left. Like, take a listen. When we left practice, the last day he kicked, I was feeling good. I was like, all right, he's, his stroke looked good. Everything looked good. When I went on pregame, not so good. I did not feel so good. Coach, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. Pregame. Whoa. Now I'm making left again. I'm going to do crazy eyes. La, 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 la. Crazy eyes. Oh, my God. Have you met this guy? You, you I've, not met, I've right? not met Adam Gates. Yeah. I know people, people that, that, have the, that have been around him. Um, you know, Janae Coakley, who I work with over at SNY, who I'm friends with. And, um, and they like him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's an engaging guy. He's yeah. kind of charismatic, you know, alpha male kind of personality, Taz. Uh, but he has kind of taken over uh, that franchise and organization. The one thing gays can't continue to do, Taz, is lose. Not just that. Sorry for my bills, but he man. also can't continue to just blame the players. Oh, yeah, no, you can't do that. You got it. You got it. You, you got to be accountable. You can't talk about guys, you know, playing differently quarter four to quarter one. Something does fall on the coaching staff and the job that you're doing as well. Good Billy killing that bagel. Uh, you yeah. see him, dude? I know. He ate that thing like he was going to, to the proverbial chair. Holy cow. Billy, you all right, dude? I'm starving, man. You think? <laughs> well, Billy's hungry. Man, he just... Good for him. He got How's the jalapeno cream cheese? Delicious. Yeah. So our boss, program awesome. director Mark Chernoff, came in during the last break. The great Mark Chernoff. Right, as he was eating a croissant. Oh, that's what he had to say? Uh, yes, that was it. Uh, I don't know if it was jelly-filled or butter-filled. It was probably a plain croissant. I, it looked like that anyway. Uh, said, uh, I said, I brought in breakfast. It's here. You guys are welcome. Uh, yeah. Taz and I looked at each other. We were just like, okay, well, we'll, we'll, go, we'll make our way okay. out there. Said, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Uh, and told Billy, Billy basically. Oh, thought you were going somewhere was, else. Uh, no, it was like, <laughs> no, it was like the roadrunner. He was gone. Wiley Coyote. He was gone. Turn off, open the door. Billy made sure the controls were set to go, <laughs> running the commercial, and then he was gone. I, I, had to, I knew exactly how much time I had left in that break. Because I had, because I had to specifically get there, get my stuff, and get back here. Good bagel, and, good, really good bagel. Yeah, yeah. yeah any bagel. any truth to the rumor that you side checked Harris Allen to get to the cream? <laughs> I was close. You bodied up close. Harris right. Allen. You bodied him. Harris is crumbled Harris on is the like, floor. Oh wait, a minute. The, I got Who hit by that? Billy. Right. I was like, wait, guys, I got to get back. <laughs> Poor Harris. Poor Harris. <laughs> House is just trying to get a. I'm going to get um, myself a poppy seed bagel. That's oh, it. I'm going to go get one. Watch out, Billy's incoming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is what. Hold on. You said the wave. Get it? Yes, I got it. Yes, the ocean. Thank you, Thomas. <laughs> I get it. Joke that doesn't uh, translate well on the radio. No, it's Taz. It's the moose. We'll come back. Uh, we'll mention a little. Uh, we'll mention a, a, a baseball topic. Really, uh, you know, you want to talk about a young baseball player that gets it? We'll tell you his name. We'll tell you why. We'll give you a feel. We'll do that next. It's Taz. It's Moose. It's CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to Taz and the Moose oh. on CBS Sports oh, Radio. Yeah. Bagels are good. Uh, good bagels. bagels. Yeah. Good bagels. Jalapeno cream cheese. Yeah. Thank you to our boss, Mark Chernoff. Oh, yeah, he's the best. Well, uh, thank you to Tony Page for retiring well, that's from true. WFAN. Yeah. <laughs> Hence right. the bagels. Hence the bagels. <laughs> yeah. Correct. You know, there's always thank a you. small sport in the bunch, Moose, and that's uh, Andrew Bogus. No, stop it. Or Boomer Esiason. You heard what Boomer did. He wants locks. He Boomer complained. was complaining yeah. that there was no locks. There's there's fresh basil, tomatoes, cucumber. It's five everything. different Coffee, flavors of cream cheese. Orange juice, uh, muffins, croissants. There's, every, you know, it's a huge, ginormous spread. And, and Boomer wants the locks. Not enough. The guy literally bitched about a free lunch. I mean, so it's like, and I like Boomer. But but the thing is, no, like, don't complain that there's he no can't locks. Complain. I mean, I mean, you know what? He's got enough to eat. go order some locks. He could. That guy's got enough coin. He can go buy the, the actual salmon yeah. out of the ocean. He should have a locks guy yeah, following yeah. around, just I'm carving just, it off whenever he needs. Filleting salmon. Yeah. You know, left and right. That's okay. You know right. what I'm what saying? Call a guy that's uh, that like Who? run. Um, What's the name of the, the someone that kind of harvests fish? What is it called? A fisherman. No, no, not a <laughs> yeah. fisherman. A fishmonger. Fishmonger. Thank you. I, I never got heard you. of that. That's a fishmonger. Thank I you. No, that's and I'm a Long Island yes. guy. I'm like, I'm like the Morton's fisherman. Longshoreman. Boomer should have his own fishmonger. Monger. Yeah, he should. That's it. That just you know, brings him the catch of the day. Yeah, and it's like he's Boomer, like, here's a nice bash. Oh, there's no locks. I'm a quarterback. <laughs> stop it, right. please. Stop it. Now, listen, and the thing too is the display. Of this breakfast, how beautiful! In, in oh, wooden cool. crates, yeah, yes, it was great. Little wooden gimmicks, and we have our. Thank social you very me- much. We have our social media team is going to be uh, taking photos of this and posting it on the Instagram. Tag Better do it soon before the bugs start to occur. Just yeah. one up. Oh, very nice. Good gorgeous job. Gorgeous shot. Oh, you just, oh, you did it already. Just Good a job. gorgeous yeah, the guys shot. Do the team it. did it. Yeah. Cool. Good job, Part team. team. Right, right. Yeah, the lighting. There's some muffins in there too, Moose. I think that's important to bring up. No, nope. yeah. I mentioned the muffins, the croissants. Okay, I guess you did mention it. See, that's Bruce's way of telling me he mentioned it already. I did, I did mention it. I did. <laughs> because I mentioned the muffins. I did mention it. You're right. They're anything, they're fresh juice. Oh, you went. Mm. You I did went, not. I went coffee. You went Bogus whole bagel. Went juice. Oh, I went juice. Wait, wait, wait. But Moose, you got a full bagel? I didn't do I did. that. I did a half bagel. Oh. Because I want to let other men and women here eat. I uh, didn't want to take everything. You know? there's pl- oh, now I'm being a pig. Oh, That's what you're say saying. That. There's I mean, plenty of bagels it, around. No, no. no. There's, there's plenty of bagels. Taz is being a martyr. That's what yeah. he's being. <laughs> no, he's trying Look to paint the, Look at no, me. No, he's put himself over on oh. my back. Yeah. <laughs> it is a day. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah. Yes. Just, I'm getting Excuse me. Let me wipe your footprint off my back. Yes, that's not yeah. That's true. That's that, is true. that is true. That is true. I had a half a bagel, and, <laughs> no, and I would love another that. half. But other people need to eat here. Yes, too. there's another you. show coming in after our show. You know, the DA show. Those guys are entitled. No. Yeah, that's the show you're concerned about. The of DA course show. I am. Yeah, all the guys on the show. Yeah, I want them to eat too. Yeah, you know, you know <laughs> me. I'm a loving guy. You know? <laughs> Hold no grudges. No. Uh, no. Joe Beningo and Evan Roberts will be here soon. You want to make sure that they have something to eat as well. Uh, yeah, sure. They, yeah, I guess them too. I forgot about them. Yeah, they, they they deserve to have a bagel too. You know, Evan looks like he could have a couple. Of, needs a couple of bagels. Well, yeah, he rides his bike around town. Yeah, he's 160 pounds soaking wet with a brick in his yes. pocket. Oh, well, watch that. All right. So anyway, Andrew, what would you have before we go doing? on here? What kind of bagel did you? have? I had a everything wheat bagel. Oh, wow. oh little, little, that, little, that was all gone. High five nice with Josh. It might have been just one. I grabbed it. Oh, good job by you. Yep. Yeah. And I did not leave half of it for somebody else. Good job by you. Get here earlier. Get in there. Yep. Mm. Had some fruit salad. Had mango in oh, it. Oh, nice. That's fancy, oh, yeah. huh? May I go out and have a little fruit salad? How about the uh, the cucumber salad? Did you have any of that? That looked good. I did not. 
Was it cucumber salad? No, it was just, just sliced cucumber. Oh, that's yeah. a lot of hogwash. Put some vinegar in it. It was just sliced cucumber, tomato, and basil. Now, there was confusion over the, somebody already mentioned, the jalapeno cream cheese. Yeah, Originally, awesome. it was said to be olive cream cheese, and that might have been Billy's fault. I'm not sure, but olive cream cheese, is that even a thing? Yes, that it is. is. a really? thing. It yes. is scallion cheese. Sounds disgusting. Olive, uh, oh, my God. How am I doing? Scallion, scallion cheese. Yeah, cream I'm, I'm cheese. eating right now. So, I, I know. Um, you can do it. Billy, <laughs> thanks, Mike. Swallow. Billy, the thing is, I want to thank you, sir, because you mentioned this jalapeno cheese, uh, cream cheese. It is phenomenal. Very good. Never had it. Well what, done. What it was terrible as olive. Great as jalapeno. Everything. everything with jalapeno. I got everything. The same thing. That's what I did. Yeah. I only did a half. I know. I we watched my carbon in, intake. Uh, Bogus, take it away, brother. Okay, sure. Thanks, Thank guys. We need everything. Al, here's your report. It's sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Jameis Winston's season began with three picks. Two of them returned for touchdowns in Sunday's loss to the 49ers. And now a quick turnaround, visiting the Panthers this evening to kick off Week 2. This is a week-to-week league, so so every opponent is a new opponent, and uh, we approaching that week with the same objective, and that's to win. So uh, we got to go out there and play a, a great, clean game to beat these guys. Kickoff tonight in Carolina is 8-20 Eastern. Antonio Brown was wearing number one when he made his Patriots practice debut yesterday. He appears headed towards playing Sunday against the Dolphins despite the civil suit alleging sexual assault and rape. Brown's accuser, Brittany Taylor, reportedly planning to meet next week with NFL investigators. Chargers head end Hunter Henry reportedly out four to six weeks with a broken left knee. Jets wide out Quincy Anunua is done for the year with a neck injury, and the Bengals are calling running back Joe Mixon day-to-day with an ankle injury he did not practice yesterday. The Milwaukee Brewers are one for one without Christian Yelich. Swing and a high drive. Deep right. How about two on your birthday, Moose? A two-run shot for Mike Moustakis. And the Brewers have a 7-5 lead on the 33rd home run of the season by Moustakis. Jeff Levering on Brewers Radio, the other Moose, two homers. Number two last night broke an eighth-inning tie of Miami-Milwaukee 1-7-5 the day after Yelich suffered a season-ending broken kneecap. The Cubs then lost in San Diego 4 nothing, so they and the Brewers now tied for the second NL wild card. It doesn't matter because the Mets are just two back of them after thumping the Diamondbacks 9-zip. Arizona's lost its last four after winning 11 of 12. Washington won in Minnesota 6-2. Oakland won in Houston 5-3. Cleveland won in Anaheim 4-3. And while the Orioles were beating the Dodgers 7-3, Baltimore shortstop Jonathan VR hit homer number 6,106 of the season. That's the new single-season record, breaking the one set just two years ago. Man, uh, hold uh, on a second. And there's still bagel. two and a half Uh-oh. weeks to go. Sorry. Uh-oh. It's um, not bagel. It's half a muffin. Mm. Jalapeno? No, it's uh, some kind of a blueberry Jones, whatever it is. It's like I'm over here trying to chew it. It's like some kind of a lard or tar in it or something. Uh, it's very, definitely tar. Tastes good, but it's a little thick. Uh. You ever notice... I can't eat, you guys, like, you eat to fullness. When was the last time like, you had, like, a meal? You're like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. Like, I don't do that anymore. Like, uh, No, it's, uh, like when I was younger. When was lunch yesterday? Yeah. You do that? And you do that? Like, I mean, you... sometimes it happens, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. this weekend, too, we we're having a couple beers, and all of a sudden, you're like, wow, that's a lot of. A lot of food yeah. I've eaten. Yeah. You know, if you have beer with it, too, that bloats you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does. 
I usually just have like a bottle so you of wine. You just gorded yourself. Is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying I actually went the other way. I'm still hungry because I had a half a so bagel. Go back out. Not a full bagel. And I had a, a half a muffin. So it's like half half. Well, there's still plenty of food out there. I know there is, but I don't want to. Are you my, just my trying to get is, in the fact again that you only had half a bagel? Is that yeah, what we're going here? A little bit. I mean, I'm just saying. I it just next question. I'm yeah. just. Well, as I'm saying is, it's been three minutes. I don't remind everybody. I had uh, only half I'm a bagel. I'm just saying that I I I find it interesting that as life goes on, and we get a teeny bit older, well, I think that sure. comes along with it. You don't eat as much, right? You don't eat as you don't eat till like you're bloated. No, you know what I mean. I, so I, you know, Musha, a little younger than me. True. I was wondering if you do that no, or I Andrew do not, does that. Not like, not like, well, not like when I was in the twenties. When you're now, that's what I would do. I would just no. eat. I had, I had a friend of mine that would just eat a wrestler. He would just well, let's eat. not say a gross story. No, it's not gross at all. He would just eat to the point. Like we go to friendlies, we didn't have a lot of money, so we're going to friendlies. Jones, don't knock on friendlies. And um, and love the crinkle cuff fries. He would, yes, there you go. And he would eat until he couldn't move. Ah, oh. like and just like, oh, bro. So we would just sit there. He was six three, two seventy five. Oh, now that's, he's, he's a long, big man. no longer with us anymore. So, oh, that's sad. but he's good, a big man. good man. Yeah, but but he would eat till he couldn't. He'd fall asleep. Oh yeah, that'll do it. At the at, it's like nine p.m. Put you like, in a little coma, and he's the guy driving. I'm like, bro, I, give me the keys. I'll drive. No, I got it, bro. No, you can't. Just take a nap. I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive to the next town. You take a nap. But you know, just you eat too yeah. much, and you get yes. so. It's nice though. Sometimes I haven't done that in a long time. Well, maybe this weekend you set a goal. Yeah, set me a whole pie, a calzone, maybe a hippie roll, and a meatball palm hero. That's a lot of food. What's a hippie roll? <laughs> a hippie roll is like um. Basically, a sausage and pepper roll uh, with onions, sausage and pepper and onions in like a you know a, a, a roll, a pizzeria. Mm. You don't you never had a hippie. It's, it's, I've never heard hippie roll before. Yeah, it's some places call it hippie roll, but okay, yeah, sausage peppers. Yeah, they make them chicken parm. Yeah, chicken parm or right, right. So yeah. I, I like a little Vegetable. sausage, little sausage pepper, nice. Nice. Well, set the goal this weekend: eat till you pass out. Good go, to have goals. Thanks, go Bruce. ahead, Andrew. Uh, and by the way, guys, uh, USA basketball just underway with Serbia. This is the fifth place game. Can't wait to watch it at the FIBA World Cup in China. Now back to you. All right. Thanks a lot, Andrew. A 16th to go. Justify is still there. Justify from Gronkowski. He's just perfect. And now he's just immortal. Justify is the 13th triple crown winner. Gronkowski was second. Hofberg was third. And Vito Rosa was fourth. There you go. That's Larry Colmas, NBC, 2018 Taz, Belmont Stakes, Justify. The last time we saw him on a racetrack, right? Uh, winning the Belmont Stakes at beautiful Belmont Park and thus becoming uh, the latest Triple Crown winner. Uh, only, what, 13 have done it, I believe, in the history of the sport. Uh, news came out yesterday. Joe Drape, who's been around the racing game for a long, long time, uh, written a number of books, did one on American Pharaoh a couple years ago. Uh, New York Times, um, you know, uh, New York Times writer wrote a story that Justify, prior to uh, winning the Grade One Santa Anita Derby, uh, that he failed a drug test. Um, he failed a drug test where he tested positive for a drug called uh, scapolamine. Uh, I might mis- be mispronouncing it, but what does scapolamine do for a horse? Well, what scapolamine does for a, a horse, it's a bronchodilator. That will clear a horse's airway, optimize its heart rate, enabling the horse to run a little bit faster. Now, once that happens, uh, you know, you can certainly ask for a second blood sample. Bob Baffert, the trainer of Justified, did. Uh, that also tested positive for scapolamine as well. 
Then you have 60 to 90 days, supposedly, according to the California Horse Racing Board, for it to play out. Joe Drape wrote in his column, basically, that if the California Horse Racing Board had followed protocol because of this failed drug test, they would have taken away his placing and winning the Santa Anita Derby, the earnings from there. He would not have qualified for the Kentucky Derby. Thus, he would not have won the Triple Crown. They waited, obviously, for it all to play out, and then after Justify won the Triple Crown, they kind of buried the California Horse Racing Board buried the story. Now they've come out and called the story by Drape ridiculous, but they did not deny that the horse tested positive uh, on April seventh, two thousand eighteen, and had a failed drug test. They have since changed the rules this past day, this past spring, I believe, Taz. They changed the rules, and the California Horse Racing Board changed the rules for a failure for this specific drug to where it's not losing a placing, losing the earnings and everything like that, where you get automatic disqualification. So they changed it to a fine. However, um, it's still at that time when this transpired, that was the rule of the book. So this drew a lot of headlines yesterday. Of course, the sport of horse racing, you know, I grew up around it. You grew up going to the track at Aqueduct with your dad and everything. And yeah, like yeah. We've talked about that a lot. Um, this story comes out yesterday. Terrible look for Baffert. Yeah. Terrible look for the sport of horse racing and an awful look for the California Horse Racing Board. I, I think you nailed it on every level. It's definitely a terrible look for all, all, all three, for sure. I mean, uh, for horse racing, for sure. And Baffert, I mean, you know, he is always, he always, I don't, I don't follow it nowhere near as much as other guys do or, 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 or you. Um, but um, <laughs> the thing is, Baffert, correct me if I'm wrong, he's kind of like squeaky, squeaky clean Jones, right? That's kind of his, his, his persona, his, aura, his persona, right? Yeah, persona. So, this is this is kind of this is kind of ugly on him, right? For him, well, it it is, and he was contacted. He's going to make a statement today in reference to this Joe Drape story. He was contacted yesterday by a number of racing publications and whatever, um, and he would not go on record yesterday uh, <clears throat> confirming or denying the Drape story. Uh, but he did say he will issue in a statement today. The owner of Justify. Windstar Farm, Elliot Walden would not make a statement yesterday either. So, mm. um, Taz, any way you cut it, you know, uh, after the Belmont Stakes, he never saw the track again. Mm. He signed a huge breeding deal. That's why he never – it was worth more off the track than he was on the track. Wow. So, after he won the Triple Crown, that's when Justify's career came to an end. If this story is indeed true – now, I'm not saying that he never would have won a Triple Crown, but – the fact that he tested positive for this, and according to someone that analyzed the results, it was 300 nano, nanograms per milliliter was found in the horse's system, so an excessive amount that suggested the drug was intended to enhance performance. That's somebody that analyzed the results uh, from the Kentucky and- Horse Racing Commission. So, I mean, that's not good in any way, shape, or form. So if the horse was drugged up or doped up, and you know there are trainers that do that. Drugs are, oh, are yeah. bad. Drugs are are are, are massive part of uh, of thoroughbred racing. And, and it's a bad yeah, thing. It is a bad thing. And there's 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 a good amount, not a ton, but I know and I might have mentioned on here on our show before. I can't recall, but there's veterinarian um, perform like drugs like uh, that athletes, human athletes use as performance enhancers. You know, uh, I know it sounds crazy, but there's there's a drug called Winstrel V that that for a lot of years. Yeah, Winstrel, athletes, yeah. Winstrel V, yeah. There have been guys, baseball players that have tested yeah, positive yeah. for Winstrel. Winstrel V is a water-based uh, injectable anabolic steroid, but it's a veterinary steroid that they use in horses to yeah. when the horses rehab. I don't know if they still use it I'm in not horses, sure. but they did for years. And at, uh, 
um, humans, athletes, men or women who have used it or maybe still use it. It's like I said, an anabolic steroid. That's a water-based injectable steroid with UV. And then there's another one called Equipoise. Uh, these are ones that, like, I, I've I've seen a guy have a vial of it that he was going to use years ago. Uh. Obviously, I can't name names. It actually had a horse head on the logo. Oh, my God. And I said, my man, what are you doing? Yeah, what, this is uh, kind of telling you, yeah. oh, stuff works great. Okay, oh my God. I mean, yeah. So it's like, so it, it, it's crazy. I know that's insane what people put in their body. Yeah, it's just for to get better that's and then just to compete and make money. It's cra- I know it is crazy. I've, I've seen a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Taz, I know. I'm sure you, you've seen a lot of things. A lot of that experience, stuff, yeah. a lot of things. No, yeah. I, that, that stuff is crazy. So, um, Taz, but anytime now you call into question a horse's results or a historic performance, Taz. It's never a good thing for the sport, even when we're looking back, you know, a year or so ago since that uh, uh, since that yeah. was accomplished. It's never a good thing whenever no, you're talking no. about a horse being doped up and maybe it's not a true, legit performance. And the other thing that hurts here as well, Taz, the fact they tested positive for this, you know, if you are going into the breeding shed, which is a huge part of the sport where you have... There was a horse yesterday. They're having Keeneland sales, right? Mm. There was a mare, a filly yesterday by American Pharaoh out of another mare, right? You know how Explain much what she, a mare is. Some people so might a mare is an, uh, basically like an older female horse right. that you know is used to you know uh, older female horse can be on the track, off the track. She's used to breed to right. stallions. Stallions are right. champions, whether it be sprinters, male horses, right? So they put them into the breeding shed and hoping to create progeny. That are victorious on the track. Wow. Yesterday, think uh, uh, so. A, a, a filly by American Pharaoh out of this champion—I I forget the mayor's name, right—was up for sale in Keeneland. They have a famous—they call them yearling sales, right? They're selling two-year-olds, right, mm. um, or yearling, or maybe even just yearlings, I should say, before the age of two, right? Sold for eight point two million dollars. Holy God! You kidding me, dude? Eight wow. Eight, for one horse. One horse. One wow, filly. Amazing. For a yearling at $8.2 million. The point being, though, if you are going to breed to justify mm. and you're looking at this horse now of his accomplishments, saying, I'm breeding to a triple crown winner, now you could call that triple crown victory into question. Tainted. Because yeah. of the very fact of that he was had this in his system. Yeah, opening up. You said it was opening up oh, the air, air, pa- air pa- passage Correct. to his lungs to ex- put more oxygen air into his... Correct. Helps helps the heart... Helps, your cardio. Helps right. your cardio optimize, stronger. Yeah. Optimize your heart rate. Clear right. a horse's airway to optimize its heart rate. Yeah, so that what, to me, that what that means is that... You put more oxygen in the airway, which brings more blood to the heart to pump more blood faster. So, because when you get exhausted, when you start getting fatigued, if you're running, it's too much blood. You can't, it's too much blood that fills up in your heart, your veins, the oxygen airways, all that stuff. So when you do something like that, I've never heard that in humans, but something like that, you're able to pump more blood through your body, horse, human, whatever. Isn't that what, like, isn't that what uh, Armstrong used to do on the Tour de France? Yeah, what was it that he was doing something like that? that, that they used to take the of, blood yeah. out and yeah. then put the blood back in. That's, yeah, right. Um, like uh, in a, what do you call it, a spin gimmick. The, uh, was almost, it the red blood cells that yeah, carry the oxygen, carry right? Carry the oxygen, So you Correct. can, you can yeah. carry more oxygen carry in more your oxygen. blood Correct. so then you will not get... Uh, blow up. We call it blow and rest. Get tired. You get fatigued. Oh, you get you're fatigued. Not, you get fatigued. Because lactic acid builds up in your body. Yeah. Your body, you know, when you run sometimes and then your legs tighten up some, or your calves tighten up, that's lactic acid. That comes from not enough oxygen. So if I have more blood. red blood cells in my, then I'm not going to get fatigued as quickly. It's a better chance. Well, that's what working out and cardio does. It helps prevent, 
build more red blood cells and gotcha. eating properly, you know. Gotcha. But anyway, when you add a drug like this, they put in this horse. I mean, you know, could help. You don't yeah. have to be a chemist to figure it out to help uh, better performance. No know? doubt about it. So we'll see what Baffert has to say later on today. We mentioned it earlier, Taz, a player, a New York athlete that gets it. Yeah. We'll yep. touch upon right. that. Oh, we'll do going, that oh, next. Oh, a little break. I see. Yes. That's a hook we call that it is. in the bin. It's Taz and the Moose, a player that's near and dear to Taz's heart, Baseglia's heart, uh, Bogus's heart, Bilotti's heart, every Met fan's heart. I think they heart. get it now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taz Moose, CBS you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Taz, London Fletcher is going to join us coming your way at the top of the hour. Uh, of course, yesterday, a very yes. solemn day in our nation. Uh, Remembrance Day, never forget, certainly 9-11. Uh, 2001, our nation was affected forever. So many innocent lives lost. Uh, so many different heroic stories that we heard um, and kind of... Um, I would say the naivety, uh, you know, the you know, kind of innocence of our country was lost that day, uh, and we were all greatly affected. Some obviously greater than others, but we're all affected in some way, shape, or form of, if you live through that. So, you know, yesterday, last night, the Mets played a home game, um, and if you go back to you know, two thousand one, Taz, when baseball returned to Shea Stadium, <laughs> yep, at the time the Mets were playing the Atlanta Braves yep, and. Yep. And Mike Piazza had a very, very famous home run. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, some will say, you know, help the healing process. You know, right. sports is part of the healing process. Kind of, you know, provides a little bit of a distraction. Hit a monumental home run, uh, you know, against the arch rival, the Atlanta Braves. I mm-hmm. believe it was Steve Carsey was on the mound for the Atlanta Braves, and uh, Piazza hit that home run. And you know, that is one that Met fans and uh, baseball fans will remember uh, if you lived during that time. Yesterday, Pete Alonso, Mets rookie. First baseman, home run champ in, yep. in, during the home run derby. Twenty four year old kid. Twenty four year old kid. Uh, you know, talk about a young man, Taz, that gets it. Um, he bought for the entire team cleats yep. uh, and spikes for them to wear yesterday. That paid uh, respect and homage and remembrance of nine eleven. Uh, you know, and uh, said he wants to be not only a good player on the field, he wants to be a good man off the field too. Uh, you want. I mean, he is as as good as it gets as a young man. He really is. He really is. He's just he he you know you know he gets it. He understands. He's he's um so much more mature than 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 many you know twenty three twenty four year olds. I mean, he's and he's an elite athlete making you know a good amount of money. I mean, he's going to end up making more money soon. He's he's a rookie, but he he gets it. He's he's got a lot of fame right now, and he's doing amazing. And he doesn't let it get to him. He stays humble. And you're right. By buying all those spikes, custom, custom spikes, uh, you know, all custom, airbrushed and painted up for his team uh, with different respects and, and signs of, of 9-11 towards um, first responders and stuff like that, different cool artwork and stuff like that, uh, that, that is something that's awesome. I mean, you don't have to be a Met fan to respect what this kid has done, you know. Um, you know, originally, as you know, Moose, he, I think he wanted to do custom hats, you know, uh, fe- featuring the NYPD and 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 the FDNY, about basically baseball shot it da- shot that down. 
Come on, I, I, like what are we doing, dude? Taz, I, I think I, I and I'm, crazy, I'm putting, man. I'm not putting the words here. That's a mistake by baseball. Horrible, it's horrible by that. That's that's a big, uh, that's a mistake by baseball. They, you know, they have, you know, they do stuff for Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, uh, around, you know, any holiday that honors the those that put their lives on the country uh, on the line and veterans. Taz, yeah. uh, they do all, and and baseball does a great job with that. As do other sports. I'm not just saying. So on on yesterday, if if they if the Mets want to wear first responders hats, let the Mets wear first responders hats as their home taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Absolutely, yeah, they're a New York or whatever custom hats, yeah. whatever. Let let the Mets do that. And it Why was not? it was paying paying homage and respect to, to the fire department in New York City here and 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 the, and the police department. What 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 is wrong with that? I mean, look, because what? Because you're amazing baseball, and then you can't turn around and sell it and make money. Like you do with the Mother's Day hats and the Father's Day hats and all that stuff. Seriously, because they can't make a profit because they can't just sell med hats. Right? I, I agree. With Is you. that why? And Taz, I'll be honest with you. I think they should do something for around Major League Baseball on nine eleven for yeah, all teams. Absolutely. That. I mean, I don't think it should be just a New York thing. Yep. Yankees, Mets, who's ever home. I think it should be all across the board, all across Major League Baseball. I totally agree with you. Um, we'll come back, but you're right. That's a bad job by baseball. Very bad. It's terrible. Very bad. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk to London Fletcher, the third linebacker of the week, Taz. <laughs> we got we'll them all. next. It's Taz Boost, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 